Oh man, what a week it's oh been. Oh my god, what a week. It's oh. the next Wednesday. No, it's not. Um, it's literally <laughs> three seconds after you just heard us. You're um, ruining the magic of Christmas. Welcome back to Dune Part 2. It's not Christmas. Dune 2. Dune 2. Dune. Dune. <laughs> did you just have a stroke? I think I did. I had a tiny strong. Strong. Um, yeah. Welcome Dune, back. Dune 2. Spice Boogaloo. Oh my god. Um, the last thing we left on was the Spice Girls. um Uh. yeah so we are literally going to pick up where we left off um just purely because we ran out of time last time what i don't want to do is just barrage everyone with like an hour and a half long episode of just us talking about one film so we make this what all the modern day series do they're like 45 minute episodes and it gets to the end and it's a three hour special yeah but we're different because we're not consistent and we're entertaining i like I like a unique approach instead yes. of not consistent. Unique. Think positive, Matt. Say this in the lowest voice you can. Unique approach. No. Unique approach. Ooh. <laughs> Hello, tenor. Tenor? Tenor. Tenor lady. Ha <laughs> 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 Oops. <laughs> Stop it. They also do tenor man, not being sexist or anything. Everyone can be incontinent. <laughs> Everyone can piss themselves. <laughs> so, where did we leave off, Jakey? Um... That's a good question. Baron uh, Vladimir Harkonnen. So, yeah, there was the big old fight. Uh, the Harkonnens cheated because they waited for... I mean, they didn't cheat. They waited for everyone to run across the airfield and then just... Oops, dropped a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I will point out, at that point, that's when the music kicks in. So that's, that's when, when the bagpipes... Bag bag like, like, it, <clears throat> make, it makes you properly emotional. Like I was really you're quite emotional at that, in that part of the film. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and again, I will just call back to just Duncan being an absolute mad lad. Mad lad. Just everyone, oh. everything's kicking off. Dude's just in there. Mm-hmm. Like, just going to clock heads. Yeah. He's there kicking ass and taking names. Mm-hmm. Absolute champ. Absolute champ. And yep. with, a name, with a name like Duncan Idaho. <laughs> Leroy Literally. Jenkins. Duncan Idaho. Yep. Same kind of thing. Uh, yeah, so they got... Um, the Atreides, the, the, what's left of them. So Jessica and Paul. Yeah, get taken off to the desert to be dropped off to die. Oh, and there's the... Because there's they the... don't want to get truth doo-dooed. And then say, yeah, we killed him. They can say, we dropped him off in the desert. Yep. But that doesn't make sense because then they say, did you mean them harm by dropping them in the desert? They're going to go, <laughs> yeah. Yep. So but then one of the one of them was deaf. Where were no. <laughs> no. No, I will cut you again. Not physically in the podcast. No. Why was there a deaf one? But I, this this was nothing but convenience for the plot. Well, I don't think so at all because I don't. He might have been deaf in the book, but I can't remember. But it was a nice little way for them to introduce some kind of action into it. I mean, I didn't really think much of it. I just thought really good, no, really good actor who had been. Either who either was deaf or played deaf for the hmm. part, but also very, very, but when, very compelling. When the main power, yeah, of the protagonist is vocal, yeah, and out of the three bad guys, one of them can't hear, yeah, it just felt a little on the nose. 
No, I actually because they needed liked it. they needed a, a dynamic to throw in that. Oh, you know they they're gonna get away with this scot free because everyone's gonna get brainwashed. Oh, look out! There's a guy who can't. No, I think it was a quite nice. I think it was a quite nice way for them to introduce differently abled people into the plot and make it I valuable. Think could, I think you could have done that. In could have done that places. everywhere. Could have done that everywhere. But to your point. Hmm. The main protagonist's main power is through vocals. Yeah, but then you're not you're not empowering characters within that that can't hear because they still get done over. Yeah, but they get done over in different ways, showing the protagonist's ability to use other skills. Yeah, I I, so, I don't know. For me, it kind of felt a little bit. I think that I think she actually even just said kill him, so she used the voice on someone that could hear to kill the deaf yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, so. yeah. Um, that witch voice when it kicks in, prop screw the voice. Mm. Yeah, because you only hear little flickers of it, and when it's, she gives it a good going, it, it's yeah, yeah. Like, ah! it, it's weird because in the film it was kind of portrayed as like a power, like you turn it on. Mm. But in the book, it's more, it's more. She talks a lot more about like your tone and your volume, and it's almost like anyone she, could do it if you had hint, training. It's hinted throughout the beginning when she's trying to get him to you know path me the water. Yep. Um. And you see him try it, and it doesn't land, and he gets clocked. Yeah. So there was emphasis on that. Yeah. But when you see someone that's well-trained and it kick in, it is a little bit jarring. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, which I, th- I thought was, rather than just making it all film whispery and scary, it was proper, mm. kill him. Kill- well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it was, was real- quite jarring. Yeah. Almost as jarring as in Lord of the Rings when Bilbo goes, mine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which terrified me as a child. Yeah. Or Galadriel switches on the... Oh yeah! I am the ultimate queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that, that kind of vibe. Um, why did they put Big Floaty Boy in the pool of oil? Oh, it's a healing. But it's just—it just looked like motor oil. Yeah, it did. There's a nice effect. I think that was more for visual. But essentially, he had so Leto. Leto had a, a like a cyanide gas tooth yeah and bit down released gas that killed everyone in the room the only reason the baron didn't die he had a shield and he had his suspensors that could take him above the gas but gas rises because it will follow hot air well but he's he's got a shield i suppose if it's a gas particle it would probably be too heavy and it would sink yeah i don't Mm. know i don't know that i don't know the chemical composition of this gas Mm. or it's the future he's got issues either way and the fact that he got done over and he's still giving it the biggins, you're like, you almost died. Yeah. Get real. Come on. I can't read this one. They kept the hover. Oh, they kept the hoover and the suits. So when he's in that pool, there's someone in the corner like slurping up the liquid on the floor with the hoover, which is what they had right at the beginning of the original. Oh, Where really? They're in, they're, they're in the black gimp suits with the visors and they're there like slurping up the goop on the floor. Oh, I didn't even notice yeah. that. I was like, yes, the Hoover boys are back from the beginning because that oh. great big thing in the liquid tank, why are they hoovering the liquid off the floor? Because it shouldn't be leaking. Yeah. The big tank holding wow. the fish dude should yeah. not be leaking if he controls wow. the ship. So, very observant. I the Hoover guy's still there. Hoover guy's still there in still the future. There. Um, it's all very superstition and sort of premonition heavy. Yeah, because of the spice. I, which I quite liked. Um, and then desert mouse equals cute as heck. Okay, so there's a thing about the desert mouse. Um, is it also jumped up on spice? 
No, but the desert the desert mouse has either evolved or has been trained to live in Arrakis. Big ears, condensed water. Mm. But Paul's name, and this will be a spoiler for you because it comes in the second name. film. And we can't talk. Okay, fine. Mm. Fine. But yeah, because that biologically that makes sense because there are desert mice out there that are extremely efficient at retaining moisture. Yeah. To the point where they uh they wee silly string. Oh. Their their wee is that condensed. It's like <laughs> comes out like fish. The fish pee. No, they kind of. <laughs> oh, that was a fun noise. Oh no. In my headphones. Oh no. <laughs> I, I kind of want to clip that and set that as your text tone and not tell you. <laughs> but yeah. Um, which kind of then alludes to the suit design, yeah, that retains moisture and recycles it. And all you're I've jumping got... around a little bit because the suits happened way before the no, Harkonnens died. No, because they were looking when and they were in the time. tent. They were looking for the suits. Yeah, the still suits. Um, which I've got down as spit, piss, spunk, and spice. Oh my god! <laughs> yep. Anything the body produces. Sucks it back right in. And filters it so you can drink it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Where's that filter? Hmm? Where's the filter? Somewhere in the back. But the suit is powered by movements and like blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so it all gets a... L- Again, that that for me, trying to explain the mechanics of, of what that looks like was a bit sort of, oh, it's a magical suit that when you put it on does all this stuff. Okay, cool. No, see, in the book, they go into more detail into how and, it and works this was, and this is the thing that didn't make sense because there was so much detail in everything else. Yeah. And it was, oh, this suit will recuperate your stuff and you can drink it. Yeah. Wait, what? what? Oh, yeah, it just does. But we do that in space. Like, that's not, it's not no, a but, new technology. But the size of the suit. Oh, that's yeah. what I'm saying. This yeah, thing yeah, was okay. all slick and all yeah, that's fair. pipes and stuff. Yeah, that's fair. However, the attention to detail was quite clever when in fight scenes when they'd get stabbed, they wouldn't bleed. You'd see the gush of water come out. Really? Yeah. Did you see that yeah. in the film? So I'll get to that bit in a bit where they have... Um, Readers, when they, when they have listeners, the I didn't even fucking notice that. See? And I have watched this film. I'm either 90% not now. in the room or, or I'm you're, 110% or there. You are, or you are the room. I'm the spice fish boy. Looking through time. You're a spacer. <laughs> I'm a spacer. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. When he has the, the one-on-one fight and he stabs him, you see a of water come out. Oh, uh, okay. To show that the suit is failing, which mm. therefore you'll die in the long run. Yeah, yeah. Because in the book, they talk about reclaiming water. Mm. So people don't cry. People don't sweat outside of a t- still suit. Cry. <laughs> Essentially, kind of. Um, but then when you kill someone, you talk about reclaiming the water. Like, you... Uh. But... Not as like a. It's more ceremonial. Boy, I'm gonna drink his soup. No, no, no. It's more ceremonial than that. It's more about like this person has died and has given his. The, the water belongs to the tribe. I not was to gonna the man. say there's there's certain tribes and societies that have that when it comes to hunting. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I couldn't quote you on it. Wee, I got one in. Oh my god! Don't quote me on it. But there is, there are societies out there that when they go hunting and kill animals, it's a thank you to the land for producing this to yeah, give yeah, this yeah. to us, and we're not taking this without acknowledging it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kind of thing. I, I don't know where in the world that belongs, but I know that it does somewhere. But I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't tell you exactly what. No, it's a good point. It's a good point. Um, I think this is when we were eating because it kind of jumps around. Um, because I know they had the, 
Oh, wait, no. Oh, he's discovered another page. No. Healing in oil goop. Proper creepy. What was I referencing a second ago, then? Oh. Yeah. I didn't go back, did I? No. No, we didn't rewind. Get the Hooverums. Oh, that's when he... Um, he's that's nephew when... tried to talk to him and he was like, he's healing, come back later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then he does and then blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, right, okay, cool. That makes sense. Um, and then they meet the the Fremen in the desert. Uh-huh. And they do the weird hip, hip, hop at a hip, skip across the sand. And the big wormo almost gets them, but then mm-hmm. sits there and looks at them. Just all, hey, bro. Yep. Which I think the worm realizes who it is. Because it's got this weird, like, hmm, I'm not going to eat you. I'm just going <laughs> to... I really, really, really want to talk about what's threads in the book, but I can't. Don't do it. <clears throat> Don't do it. But I know there's a reason okay. for that. And I think I think I know why. Uh-huh. Um, and then they have the 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 challenge. And then he's, they they explain why they're there. Yeah. And then that one dude gets butthurt. You know, oh, you can't just let them piss around and tell you what to do i'm gonna challenge him and in paul's vision he sees him as a friend yeah seek out the friend yeah but then he has to fight him yeah jamis yeah and i thought it was a really interesting dynamic that they have the fight but no one they kind of expect him to know the rules yeah which is to death Mm -hmm. and that they made a big deal in the film and they make a big deal in Mm. the book about how um stilgar says so stilgar is the guy um who uh you know towards the beginning of the film where Leto's trying to get the Fremen on side. Oh, and he still grabs the leader. Come, yeah. On the table. So that's kind of like the, the leader of that seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, he says in the film, he turns to Jessica and she says, Jessica, why is he playing with him? Yeah. Like a it's game. Like, no, he's never killed a man. Exactly. And they lean really heavily in brutal. Oh, absolutely brutal. Did you see him winning? Yeah. He disarms he, him. He wins or multiple holds- times. Yeah. If that was almost a fencing match, he'd be in it for points for days. Oh, 100%. And then has to essentially... The the guy's screaming at him because he knows he should be dead because it's an honour thing. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, why haven't you killed me yet? Yeah. Like, stop playing with me. And Paul's like, I really don't want to... I'm not insulting you. I don't want to kill you. And this is the point in the book. And Frank... Frank Herbert does a really good job at this. Mm. Portraying the transition from a child to a man, mm. from a boy to a man, and it's this is this is the point where it starts. This yeah. is the point where he's, he's he's taken the ring, he's looked after his mother across the desert, yeah, and now he's had to fight. Now he is the duke, and yeah. this is when he becomes the duke of Arrakis, Duke mm. Paul Atreides of Arrakis. This is when he becomes the duke, yeah, and this is when his relationship with his mother changes. This is mm-hmm. when he becomes a little bit more powerful, just in terms of like person, but. And I'm really annoyed at where they leave off in the film just after this battle because there's so much more. I understand how they're going to fill a second film. Like, I, I 100% know how they're going to do that. Um, but it's just frustrating. Having read the book, if I'd read the book and then watched the film, I would have been furious at the way at where that ended in terms of like, oh, now we're going back to the siege because there's so much more in the coming book, in the coming days in the book that kind of tie that off really nicely instead of just... Anyway, soz. So this is where some of my notes then jump around a bit more because I've got Duncan, once again, mad yep. lad, shouldn't have died because that boy went down swinging. He did. And uh, you can't see this because we're not doing the video this week, but I did a really big smile. Hmm. 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 
Either way. <laughs> Either way. Um, I've got Desert Crash Landing, 9 out of 10 for execution, but totally would have died. Oh, so yeah, the Thopter. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you are jumping around a little bit. Yeah, I think I've lost I've lost my place. With, I must have descended. Um, yeah, there's there's no way they'd have survived that. Yeah. But those Thopters love the design. Very cool. And the dragonfly things. <clears throat> and Which mechanically I don't get because the wings shouldn't have to move because it can float. Propulsion, though. Floating doesn't mean propulsion. Yeah, but it's such an ineffective way of mechanically producing propulsion. Whoa, that's a sentence. No, it's a... It's a well, we're pretending like these things actually exist, but if you think... But there's got to be an element to it. Yeah, yeah. There's got to be relatable. if you think the actual physical mass of that, of that aircraft mm. is going to be tons, right? So if you think about that from a mass perspective, yeah, of course those wings aren't going to do everything. But when you take all of the mass out of it through the, um, but then there's does that ignore inertia? Effect? Huh? Does that ignore inertia? I thought you said echinacea then. Echinacea. Like, do you mean echinacea or inertia? <laughs> no, acacia. <laughs> oh no! You no. mean <laughs> no? I'm not doing that again. <laughs> uh, but. Because those, those, those wings, rudders flicking up and down, yeah, would but those go nuts. those wings aren't going to have to generate as much thrust if you take like the mass out of it. No, but if if something goes up and down, obviously you know dragonflies can float, which means it works. But if you go up and down and up and down, you're going to end up back at net zero. No, unless it's like this, and you're using air, and you're using those wings. It just feels really of, inefficient. So if you'll use, if you think about again, like you're using the Holtzman effect to float. Yeah, to no, fly, I get that. But then for propulsion, you're using thrust from like air, be... like a jet engine. Yeah, but you have a jet. Well, there are jets on it that you see fail when you're in the storm. Just yeah, but then that's what there are. That's what they're doing. Is it, ju- it just seems terribly. I love the design. Oh yeah, I love the look and the fact that the wings can fold in and all that. Mechanically, love it. But mechanically, in a sense of functionality, kind of seems inefficient. When you add when you add additional like that lenses, gonna shake itself to shit. <laughs> Is gonna be no, but just cross- <laughs> and this is the thing. A lot of the technology in this film and in this story can be objectively like looked at through oh, different yeah, lens yeah, I know. using other bits of technology. But yeah, anyway, carry on. Um, I've got the Funker Desert Strut <laughs> in great big bold letters because they have to do the the asymmetric walk. Yeah, what do they call that? Desert walk. Does he call it a desert I'm walk sure on that weird video videotape thing? Yeah. Yeah, because it, it, it's to do with rhythmic patterns mm. that the worms pick up on. Question about the mouse, though, just taking it back to that. Mm. How many times do you recall seeing the mouse in the film? Two or three times. Okay. Where was it? What? And that is important. Right, uh, okay. Not does the amount of times, the fact that it keeps coming back to the mouse. Does he keep doing the... Does the mouse do the strut? No. But, but, oh, my God, I really want to tell I really, really, really want to tell it. you... Can um, I tell you the name of it? Because then, when you watch the second film, you'll be like, oh. "No, I want to. I want to go in cold." Okay, you want it cold. completely cold? Yeah, because then we can have an episode of my brain melting out my ears. June two, June two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got well-made suit, technologically advanced, um, but they live out in the desert. How did they make it? Huh? These these dudes live out in the desert. What right? the Fremen? Yeah, because the but sieges they, and they everything live underground are... and everything. Yeah, but but. Where's their workshop making galvanized rubber? We'll see it 
in. Okay. So what so what we see of them at this point are like the village. It, like we haven't yeah. gone back. And to I their get city that was yet. purposely done because it's that well they live out in the desert but they've got all of this awesome stuff yeah. like because so, even Duncan comes back with the thumper and everything else and they're like where'd you where'd you get this from yeah yeah and he, he alludes to the fact that the, it goes and you see the the science center when they go with the uh, what's the lady's title. She's almost like the keeper or the handler that yes. does the handover, which she won't admit something's going on. She's the governor of the change. Yeah, but yeah. she knows something's happened, but yeah. she won't explicitly say it, but kind of implies it. Yeah, yeah. And then gets murdered when she's like, I see the light. I see where I've been wrong. I'm going <laughs> to... So in the books... That's where you see the water gush out when she gets uh, in okay. the back. So in the books, her character is a man. Uh, okay. Um, and he is still the governor of the change. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of all of that kind of jazz, like the character is more or less the same, um, but Fremen mm. and a scientist, mm. um, and he is the one that kind of sets the scene for what was supposed to happen on Arrakis in terms of like terraforming and turning into this beautiful like luscious landscape. But what that's they why they grow in the plants in the the lab and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing they didn't really mention in the film, but mentioned quite heavily in the books, is south the south desert mm. so if you think of uh, arakin which is the city yeah. is like in the north and then they don't venture south because they've got all the spice they need up here yeah but the fremen live south so right. they live and okay. one thing they don't mention i think they mention it once in the film is that the spacing guild have reached an agreement with someone i can't remember who it was maybe the harkonnens um or no with the fremen they're bribing the Spacing Guild to put a law in place that prevents satellites from being launched around Arrakis. So they can't see there's no visibility south. south. Um, which I think was a nice touch because it shows that if you've got enough spice, you can control anyone. Yeah. Like you're controlling the Spacing Guild. Like, yeah. Anyway. Although although you've come down and taken our planet, yeah, we're yeah, still yeah. in control. Yeah, we still got you by the nuts. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Um, but yeah, that's that's where you see the gush of water when she changes her mind. Uh... And to be honest, the fact that you said that that character used to be a man, I know I know there's a big, there's a great big thing about this, isn't there? If you can't change the gender of a character just for an agenda. Like You totally can. You totally with, can with do that, that. With that particular character, there was no real was need no reason to refer it yeah. to be a man. Yeah. yeah. And that is, if I hadn't have told you that, yeah, you wouldn't have. No, yeah. I wouldn't have known. Exactly. Um, and I think it was because, again, with a lot of these stories and films and stuff that were written in that time, there's less um, there's there's less representation from a female perspective. Like, yeah, you only know of at this point in the book, if you'd read the book up until this point, you would have only known about three women. Yeah. In the whole story. Jessica, Cheney, even though you haven't even met Cheney yet. Mm. Um, and the housekeeper. Yeah. They're the only women. Oh, and the Bene Gesserit, the Reverend Mother. You would have only seen a handful of women. Yeah. But Which I found it interesting as well, now that you mentioned that, that although of the time it was written, there was a whole darker society, not darker, but a, a deeper society that was really secretly pulling the strings, which was all female. Yeah. And it's that, ah. Oh. Yeah, and okay. I th- yeah, and I think it's There's an acknowledgement there of power, and a lot, but an it's a quiet acknowledgement, but an acknowledgement of almost like equal slash greater power. Yeah, hidden in place, especially sight. through intellect as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and like 
um, the Bene Gesserit are kind of like the men, like the male equivalent would be like the Mentats, mm. the computers that like the men that were trained to be computers, yeah, like human computers. Um, but then Paul was trained in the ways of the Bene Gesserit and in the ways of the Mentat. So yeah. this is one of the reasons why he is the chosen one, or presumably the chosen one. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so that one I was, yeah, uh. Big ass worm, where its mouth that kind of looks like an eye. The sandworms. Yeah, mm-hmm. but its mouth looks like an eye. So can mm. it see, or is it just like? <laughs> I don't know. Because it does, it does shudder and do weird things. I think and I know they got the blades made from the tooth as well, which was really cool. As a Chris knife. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, in the books as well. If you don't have the Chris knife close to your body, in terms of like moisture and stuff, it disintegrates. So you have Ooh. to have it like so. Jessica takes the Chris knife from um, Shadow Mapes, yes, the, the housekeeper. The housekeeper. Um, and in the book, she keeps it on her at all times because mm. she knows that if it's taken away, it is It'll it disintegrates. Yeah, yeah, crumble. Oh. But yeah, the fact that the big worm kind of pivots down and makes a, a direct look at Paul is that it it recognizes something. Uh-huh. So I think that actually happens scene by scene in the book. Yeah, like that is an exact rip out. But the fact the that it pivots its mouth directly at him must be some sort of sensing or looking or or what, perceiving. Yeah, and then it goes, and then something else happens and, goes, blah, 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 and disappears. Yeah, because it hears a thumper. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Um, I've got creepy voice whilst fighting. Who that? I don't know. I think it's the soundtrack thing. It's the woman going, ah! Oh, yes. <laughs> no, but it's not a, oh, it's a proper, ah! Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's a music thing. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. That, it, it stood out to me as, okay, dramatic and big effect, and there's, there's obviously a need for it there, but for me, you know, you're watching the fight scene, it's getting intense, and then you just get that belting note, and whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. It's fair. It's some, fair. Of, some of the timing fell off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get you. Um, and then I've got that they they you know they all walk off, and then I got confused because I said to you, "Where's the big thing where he goes to ride on the worm?" Because I know that's a thing, and then remembered that's the trailer for the game. Uh yes, it is the trailer for the game. But you do see someone. You do see worm. someone worm rider. <laughs> yep. Um, which I am dead pumped to see how it plays out mechanically when they go through the sand. I want to know how they hold on to that sucker as it kind of... Oh my god, I really want to... Don't do it! (laughs) Followed by the end. Dot, 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 question mark. (gasps) No, it's not the end. There's definitely going to be more. There's going to be... There's going to be absolutely tons. But I don't know how it performed in the box office. This is the thing. Because as we've seen from other... um, other movies if it doesn't perform well they just won't continue it and if so if he did which is so upsetting to be fair the second book which i'm reading now is half the size of the first book Mm. so you can do that in one film um and i've heard it's not as good as the first book but i am actually quite enjoying it oh so the box office was 400 and 402 million us dollars um and the budget pretty chunky was because that's the thing you have to oh shit okay it did really well (laughs) Was the budget like five milli? Budget was one hundred and sixty-five million, and it turned and the box office alone was four hundred and two million. Box office alone. Yeah. Okay. So okay. not including all of the, the streaming, the the downloads, the 
the yeah. physical purchase copy, yeah, any of the merch, the book increase sales that will go up because of that. Uh huh. Which I don't know whether they'll take into consideration or not. But no, streaming viewership is is not. No, but I meant that, that that will come after. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, because because obviously now films have like a longer lasting value. Well, they're they're not in cinemas as longer, mm-hmm. but the the shortened duration to then switch to purchasing options online yep. have got better. Yeah. Okay. Um it still irks me. I mean this is off topic slightly, but it still irks me that you'll have US and UK release dates for stuff. Yeah. Um I know it's a problematic subject at the moment, but Rick and Morty kind of addressed this when they had their falling out with Channel Four. Yeah. Um when they were look it was around about season three or four where they said, well, you know, the US is going to get it two weeks before. And they said, for Christ's sake, why is a giant ocean still causing problems for release dates yeah, yeah, when we fair. live in the 21st century online? Money. Mm. Money. Money is a problem. But the Adult Swim stuff is the subsidy. You know, it all ties in with Channel 4. So they were all a part of the same thing. Yeah. But it's almost this glamorous, oh, it comes out in the US first. It's like, well, okay, I'm just going to illegally access it because why are you... Pun- say that. Well, look, why are you punishing people... Yeah, no, I do get it. For location-based, and I think that's why they ended up switching to whatever provider they moved to for, se- I'm sure it's season four, because they agreed... It's still awful. We'll have... Yeah, but they agreed at the time they would have a simultaneous release. Yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah. think it's but one it's, of the few shows that have managed it. It's essentially because Adult Swim as an entity doesn't really exist in the UK. They have yeah. exclusive... They have exclusive partnership with Channel 4. Hmm. So in the licensing contract, there will be a we as the owner of this intellectual property or the distributor of this intellectual property needs to maintain a a head versus you the mm. subsidiary yeah i get that um so but yeah it all comes down to money and all of this bollocks but anyway back to the subject yeah. we've got 15 minutes left and there are some things that i'm gonna say about to. so the whole does it do well in the i get that there has to be a financial tie to success which then determines the funding for the next one but as we've seen time and time again regardless of how beloved something is or how well it does if some snobby exec up the top of the ladder don't get the feels for it it doesn't happen yeah this was the debacle with wizards of the coast and D. you know the film was going to be boycotted by a substantial chunk of people until they backtracked yeah how did they shift that money subscription started getting cancelled they saw a drop and then because hasbro execs that have got no idea of what even D is saw those numbers plummet and went oh crap actually yeah undo that because mm-hmm. we were just testing it to see it was a load of nonsense yeah um and as well as that people were saying well why boycott the film that doesn't impact hasbro well how many transformers films have there been who owns transformers uh-huh. hasbro we've seen it with netflix i mean i know i'm mega butthurt about the the animated series inside job They've had two seasons. It's a fantastic show. It is so well written. But because there's just not enough interest in adult animated shows, which there is, binned it off. Mm-hmm. Final Space, there was a merger uh, with Warner Brothers and someone else, and they had to cut a few things to save some money. But they won't even release it to give it to someone else to at least finish it. Mm-hmm. So uh, Olan Rogers. Yeah, can't write the finishing touches to seal the deal and say, okay, fair enough, it's at its end, but let me finish it. They've said, well, we don't have the money to continue it, so we're going to axe it. Um, And they said, well, can you release the property so someone else can purchase it? 
finish it at least and it can actually see its final days. Yeah. And they went, oh, no, we're not going to sell it. Yeah. So they're hoarding but IP. In, but yeah, but that's it, it, dude, that's the business world. We're not gonna we're not gonna change that. You've got all of these services that are saying, Oh, it's kinda no 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 we've talked about this. And so they pick much. up on Star Wars as a niche sci fi interest amongst the nerds uh-huh. and now it's the money cow. We've put it in a grassy field and it's uh-huh. producing again. If you want to hear more about this, you can listen to episodes 1 through 21 <laughs> of this podcast because I can't shut him fucking up about this. It's because it drives me nuts. <laughs> no, I know it doesn't. <laughs> Why produce Trust creative content that is going to interest people to simply go, yeah. Yeah. Change my mind. Well, that's the thing with Star Wars. They haven't changed their mind. But that's a nice segue into the biggest thing about June that pisses me the fuck off. <laughs> Not this actually. Is why actually, you don't want to close it down just to shut me up? You want to get your. Fucking, I want to. Yeah. You want to get your piece in as well. Right, because I'm the, last... the microwave from my face. You go, go for it. You can have. Two no, because I need to talk to you about. You this. can have two microphones. No, I Matt. need to talk to you about this. You've had two episodes of two doing your bit. I just want fifteen minutes talking about why. Do you, um, to, uh, you know, two mics. They can have it in no, stereo. No, already comes out two speakers. Shut the fuck up. I want to talk to you about this. Um, you can have mono. Now you've speakers. seen the film and you know a little bit more about the story from what I've said. Um. The thing that I've said multiple times on this podcast that I'm not a Star Wars fan, big time. I like, th- I, I I appreciate the context of the story and I like the films when I was younger, but blah, blah, blah. having read the book and watched the film, Star Wars, it takes a lot from June. Well, there's an evil emperor. Yep. There's a planet that has a focus. I mean, you can say that. There's a desert anything. planet. Yeah, but. There's a chosen one. Yeah. There is a group of people with special powers. There's not a love interest between siblings, though. Yet. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, I'm joking. Oh, thank God. Am I? No. I don't know. Maybe. There's no Jar Jar Binks. There's no pod racing. No, there's no Jar Jar Binks, but there are fish in jars. Which they go through by the Gungans. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks' race of people are fish in jars. Just the other way around. Uh, it's a stretch that one that's a stretch <laughs> um yeah the revolution like i suppose that's kind of just a a sci-fi thing it, it, it's where it's do you draw the, the line where do you draw the line between like sci-fi tropes and actual intellectual property theft between because star well, wars i suppose yeah fight fight against the you know the uprising and revolution against the empire harks back to star wars which would have come after the dark side. Yeah. So I want to Google this. Star Wars, blah, blah, blah. Because um, a part of the, the film was released in 1977. Mm-hmm. Right? Whereas June so was written in 1965. Yeah. So just a decade after June. Mm. I think even down to the sandworms, there is that classic point in the right? Right? You know the one I'm talking about where they're in... The Sarlacc pit. The Sarlacc pit. And, and oh, I was about the... It's the same. I was, I was like, oh, there is a Jar Jar Binks. It's Jabba the Hutt. And I was like, no, they're both... <laughs> oh, no, it's all blended into one, oh, Matt. Oh, God. <sighs> but, I like, obviously, Star Wars is great in itself. Like, there's, especially those first three films, like the new ones, the kids' ones that we saw when we were kids. I fucking yeah. love those films. But the story is very similar. Well, again, we've said this before, but there's essentially three trilogies, isn't there? Because it's the same storyline. Yeah. 
three if you if you if you dice those nine films up into three trilogies, it's, it's the same, the same trilogy, but just a little blow bit something different. up. We've got a robot with four arms. We've yeah. got a guy that's got dual ended lightsabers. Yeah, but I pod mean, racing. I mean, oh my god, the pod, ra- pod Did you have? Amazing. Did you have the Lego pod when you were a kid? No, but I had enough Lego from other things to make my <laughs> own versions of pod racers. Yes, <laughs> Matt. There was a game on PC. Oh, there was a pod I racing didn't, game. I didn't have a computer, but we had a force feedback steering wheel, so you could play pod racing with force feedback. Where All it right, yank it around. No, Scott saved up for that one. It was kind of a shared <laughs> thing. It was uh, he bought it for himself, but we had to share because uh, okay. I was a dick as a child. <laughs> I've heard, yeah. Mister Two oh, Bedrooms. Yeah. Hey, look! When everyone moves out and it's just you left, you get to pick of the bunch. I mean, I own the house and I still don't have two bedrooms. <laughs> like, no, it's because Scott had a double bed and I only had a single bed in my old room, so I didn't have two bedrooms. I just had my bed in a different room. Two bedrooms? No, I just had two beds. <laughs> well, a bed and a half. Matt, when you're six foot and you have a single bed that's smushed between a wall and a wardrobe, things get real awkward to try and sleep in. Yeah, that's fair. But then you still had two rooms. <laughs> like you're one, was on loner. <laughs> one was on loner. One was on loner. One was storage. It was just a big cupboard. <laughs> oh my god. Ah, uh, oh. guys, I don't have much room left in my cupboard. <laughs> I need to go to my other room. Um, but no. I- just to wrap up, because we're coming up on, again, another 45-minute episode. Um, June, what did you think? I loved it. How many popcorns? How many popcorns? Was How many popcorns? popcorns? What was that? Thi- oh, my God. What was that metric we came up with in one of the episodes? And we were like, oh, my God, we should use that for all of them. Was this how many popcorn I would throw at it? Yeah. How and many? The, le- the least amount of popcorn thrown is better, because you'd want to eat the popcorn, not throw it. Yeah. I wouldn't spill a drop. Oh, yes. Yes, uh, now right. I just need to get. I would to... be elbow deep in that buttery goodness. Okay. No, that's not a sentence. <laughs> that's so, not something I want to say out loud, really. One thing I haven't mentioned to you. Yeah. Oh, God, you're going to ruin the dream, aren't you? No, no, I'm not. I'm actually going to make it better. Don't shout at my glass ceiling. No. They did a very, very good graphic novel of the book. Oh, no. And it's your birthday soon. Oh, no. <laughs> is it in multiple different episodes or is it one big chunky boy? It's the dream book in a graphic novel. No, but are they in... No, it's one book. Oh, it's one book. I was going to say, yeah. oh, God. It's your birthday soon. Oh. Yeah. Was this like when I got you the um, the train one, where they translated it from French to English? Yes. I forget the name of the series. It's not the Polar Express. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yes, it's the Polar Express. Yeah. Snowpiercer. That's the one. Yeah. Oh. I can't remember what the actual name of it was in French. Anyway, we're getting off topic again. Um, So, you enjoyed June. I did, thoroughly. Okay. And you are right, looking back on it, when you realise that this comes out after all of the Star Wars... I mean, you got to admit, the Star Wars stuff has a wider universe of set material what they're yeah. now working on. And you know my feelings on going back and just doing stuff for the sake of doing it. Mm-hmm. But there are actually plots and storylines that can be plucked or at least generated as IP that can then be turned into stuff for the fans, yeah. if it's done correctly. And I, I sit on the fringe of it because I kind of have a series saturation anyway when it comes to watching TV stuff, mm-hmm. mostly because of my attention span. Because um, my adudge. Because my adudge. Um, but for me, I kind of... <laughs> Actually, no, it's not adudge. It's just adudge. <laughs> I don't have the H bit. Oh, my God. It's Morse code. 
That's what happens when you put your phone next to an old keyboard. You are the problem. You are the reason that I spear off because you just drop things in and then leave me a second to squeeze in with some bullshit. And then I just get you right back on track. Yep, and my brain goes. You're That's the a perfect analogy. Okay, yeah, I am the problem. You're the problem. You're problematic. It's me. Hi. Mm. I'm the problem. It's me. But, so so they explore all of those different aspects of different universes, and I don't know whether given the same amount of time, it, the same thing would happen to June. Mm, but I would, I would like it that it didn't. It's almost like, it's almost like the June books did what the Star Wars films do. Right, say that five times fast. Because Frank Herbert wrote the original three books and then mm-hmm. his son wrote the next three books. Mm-hmm. And then there's been like other little books that have been written by other people about the June. And it's almost like what they've done with Star Wars. Three, three films. Again, Star Wars copied June. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Lucas, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Imagine right. if you get a voicemail from an unknown number. Uh, hi there, Matt. I heard you got something to say about Star Wars. Hi there, Matt. Mm-hmm. Uh, got a bit of it. Did you try and do? <laughs> did you just try and do the Mickey voice? I did. Sorry, not Mickey. Mm-hmm. Michael. Is it Michael? It's Michael Mouse. It's Michael Mouse. It is Michael Mouse. Thank you. Use his. Use. Do not say it. No. Because <laughs> use friends, his. Use his Christian call him name. Friends call him Mickey, and we are and not he's, his he's friends. No friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yours is better. Oh, we just ripped off June. Oh. <laughs> Jude, nobody will know if we burn the books. <laughs> I mean, obviously, clearly people, like, I can't be the first person to make this assumption. Everyone else has been silenced. Oh, my this God. This is the conspiracy. They've been doomed in. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, I just Googled Don't June worry, Lucas. I'll just put him in a hole. Here we go. There is a Nerdist article from 2020, which is titled Everything Star Wars Borrowed from June. Mm. Shall we go through this list for a little bit? Very quickly. For the last, like, five minutes. Before I spear off into other Mickey things that might end up getting me in trouble. Um, People also ask, was Star Wars based on June? It's no secret that Star Wars... Star Wars is one of the biggest and most beloved pop culture franchises of all time. Um, One of the biggest pieces of media to impact... Yeah, Lord of the Rings is... Mm. No, but Lord of the Rings is a different kind of... It's all speculative fiction. No, no, it's... It's in a... Lord of the Rings is in a league... Okay, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't even put Star Wars and Lord of the Rings in the same kind of... In the same kind of chart. Yeah, this was the box office thing that we spoke about last time. Yeah, exactly. Different categories. Okay. The two share an enormous amount of similarities, from their galactic setting to their character journeys and more. In fact, the two share so much DNA that Herbert complained that Lucas stole from him. Ooh. Yes. I will just point out that I have not researched this particular angle before doing this. No, this is so, the first time I've heard of you yeah. go for this angle. This is this is the first time I, I've mentioned Star Wars stealing from June a lot, but mm. I have never... This is the first time you've actually I've backed Googled it up by it, yeah. doing a Google. I'm going to try... Very hard not to sue, Herbert told an Oregon newspaper back in the Ooh. 70s. Right. Sure. What are those similarities? Okay. Both spoilers for both Star Wars and Dune. Tatooine, Arrakis. I've said this. Yeah. Moisture farmers, Jew collectors. Oh my God, we're going into, like, moisture farmers on Tatooine, they're collecting moistures. Oh. Uh, moistures. Sand crawlers. Well, 
Yeah. Sarlacc, sandworm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, said that. Spice. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't say. There's loads of drug references. In oh, in Star Wars, the mines of Kessel contain loads of spice. Oh, so literally. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. The Empire, the Imperium. Yeah. Princess Leia, Princess Alia. We haven't met Alia yet. You okay. haven't met Alia yet. Okay. Descended from a villain. You also don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you also don't know about that yet. Okay. Maybe you do. I mean, it doesn't surprise me that you've got lording yeah. empires of families over everyone else. There's kind of going to be some dirty laundry in there. The Force, the voice. Yeah, I've, I pulled up on uh, that. Han Solo, Duncan Idaho. Who would... Oh. It even fucking sounds the same if you say it fast enough. Hansel, Duncan Idaho. Sounds the same. Who would win I'm in a fight? I mean, fucking Duncan. Done. Duncan Idaho would win in a fight. Hansel is a fucking pussy. Harrison Ford would once again reach for his gun, realise it's the wrong film, and then Jason Momoa would lamp him. Yeah. I mean, also Harrison Ford is a beloved actor who is about 80 years old, and I will forever never say anything bad about him. Who? Harrison Ford. Oh, God, no. He's a national treasure. National treasure. International treasure. But... A national treasure from a nation that I'm not even from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at check you out, you patriot! But no, no. You pa- now who's the problematic one? <laughs> Me. <laughs> you pa- you patriot for a country. In I love beginning. Harrison, like, but Harrison Indi- Ford you know how I from Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. Oh, you <laughs> get out of my brain! <laughs> get out of my brain! <laughs> you know um, I've got a real soft spot for that. Series uh-huh. of films. Oh, that whole that whole genre in general. Don't. That's not stop. No, no. But so this just to end on that note, this fills me with a little bit of joy that Herbert threatened to sue because mm. I'm like, I, w- I had been thinking, am I just a little bit? Am I just being a little bit yeah, dramatic? Am I, am I, yeah. But the fact that this is and clear as day at the end of this article, it said, "We welcome independent discussion." So head over to our discussion board. Brr. Your boy's making an account. You're going to jump on the Discord? Oh, hell yeah. It's just going to be an echo chamber of of people. Oh, shit, in anyone's pillowcase that says... (laughs) No, I think that's the the echo chamber you're stepping into. Oh, People have loaded up on real troublesome foods and they're ready to lay log in pillowcases. I don't think you'll find a single Star Wars person in there going, "Uh, actually... (laughs) There are so many articles about the connection between two. I think the link for this article needs to go in the bio for the for the episode. I am going to put it in there. I'm going to yeah. put it in there. Read it, read it your leisure, but yeah, in I'm summary, not going into it again. Matt's got a little bit of evidence. In summary, Matt finally has a leg to stand and on. Yet when I, <laughs> and yet when I Google things to research it and I find articles, you say I'm a problem. Let's not go there. <laughs> right. Look, I found proof. You did find proof, but... <laughs> <laughs> we don't bring religion into this um, on that note you thank asked for you. evidence stop it I will not be silenced <laughs> thank you for uh-huh. thank you for bearing with us I'm the truth seer <laughs> say Gom Jabari make it fear is the <laughs> okay. fear is the mind killer it is the little death <laughs> okay uh <laughs> I need to I need to digest that off podcast. But thank you for bearing with us while we basically <laughs> realise <laughs> I'm broken. This 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 is the longest this is the so longest long stint of recording. <laughs> this so is long. this is the longest stint of recording we have ever done. Um, 
uh i need to go away and edit everything but thank you for sticking with us you have let us realize our dream not from our financial or popularity contest but you've just, just let us <laughs> i'm still recovering sorry jake and i have just wanted to sit down and talk about june into microphones for the last year and we've finally been able to do it so thank you very much we will be back mm-hmm. a week after you hear this podco- this podcast with our normal regularly um, scheduled shit show yeah with our regularly scheduled shit show and on that note i can die happy (laughs) because you found an article that validates you yeah i'm sure there's some sort of psychological fallacy that leans into bias and oh yeah that's not that's not trying to unpick my mind no anyway have a good night day evening wherever you are thank you for listening and we'll see you next week look out for intellectual property theft Look out for intellectual property theft. That's no joke. I need to know. Creative Commons licenses. No (laughs) (laughs) I stole everything from you. Oh, no, no, no. That's not okay. Don't do that. No, that's not okay. (laughs)